Welcome back to Building the Bach, and I'm your host, Jason Spies. In our next segment, we focus on state regulators within an energy industry. For this feature, we felt it was important to frame the question the same way for each interview. The framework was to determine the role of the regulator, what is disclosed, addressing private mineral rights, as well as the private business transactions. Tough topics to discuss for some. For others, they encourage opportunities to have candid, real conversations. For this segment, we talk with North Dakota Public Service Commissioner Randy Chrisman, North Dakota Representative Ben Hansen. Here is North Dakota Representative Ben Hansen. Your comments on the role of a regulator, and and I'm going to put this caveat in there, which is this is a private transaction between a landowner and an oil company, Mm -hmm. but we've got public safety concerns. How do we do that chemistry set as a regulator. Do you see what I mean by that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because it's well, you know, and I don't think it has to be about being a, a red state or any any other pl- uh, political state. It's not about when you're looking at say rail car uh, safety. It's about that. It's about safety. It's not about oh, we're going to go, we're going to show BNSF. You know, we want to go out and punish these companies. We want to punish BNSF. We want to punish the company with that pipeline up in Tioga. It's 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 about safety and it's about protecting the people that we as uh, elected officials, no matter what party you're from, are there to serve. And when you look at something like the rail car situation, that that is truly dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that was two miles away from town. And if by chance that happened in town, you could have seen uh, bodies there. And that would have been in a small state such of our such as ours. You know, one's too many. But that that could have had a true psychological impact. That would have even I, I you could even make the cold economic argument would have hurt the industry. Uh, PR-wise, terribly. And we, as government officials, we need to dot all of our I's and cross all all of our T's and make sure we know when it comes to smart pigs on pipelines, when it comes to uh, rail cars and uh, safety on on we're transporting by railway, when it comes to what we're doing when we're we're drilling in the ground. We need to make sure that, and I think for the most part they are, that the companies are paying their fair share out to the landowners, and I don't think that's been as, that really hasn't been as much of a problem this, this go around. We need to make sure that public safety, that crime and housing and, and that quality of life is preserved for the kind of people uh, who live in these areas who might not work directly in that industry, who are honest, hardworking, taxpaying citizens in the state. Now, as to the letter uh, that was put out by uh, our uh, leaders on the uh, Democrats side of the aisle that you referenced, that is, in particular, uh, it is in part a reaction to these uh, spills and th- some of the things that have been happening we've seen happen this year that uh, don't really have many preventative measures or in the case of specifically with the pipeline had a preventative measure in a bill uh, submitted in session that was killed on party lines uh, submitted by Representative Onstead to require smart picks to be put on those pipelines but uh, we, you know, it's it's in the language. It's not anyone's uh, anyone who's doing the job's fault. It's in the language that our main state regulator uh, for uh, fossil fuels, in addition to other natural resources. But let's, you know, we're talking about fossil fuels here. We're talking about Lynn Helms, and we're talking we're talking about Lynn Helms. Is uh, it's in his job description that he needs to be a promoter of the industry, and I think that language was probably simply outdated. There's always outdated language, and especially in government code. And we need we need to put that up to date and modernize it and have it. Uh, have it be uh, efficient and work efficiently for the people in the state for our our modern times because uh, Lynn should not have to be tasked with uh, being a promoter and 
a uh, regular because uh, you know it, it's basically the the purpose of a public defender in court. You need someone to be on the people side, and you need to, and you need an economic development director because it's good for our economy. But right now, when you simultaneously have both. Uh, the example that's been used is when trying uh, was you know going to have a uh, study done to essentially tamper down fears that our crude is slightly more well not slightly it is more explosive than uh, most oil and what uh, kind of regulations would be done around that. Well, he he has essentially declared the intent of the study before he did it, and you're doing that as someone who's promoting. Uh, the industry, and that's fine. We just need someone who is asking all of the questions. You can't have it in the same person. It's not his fault. But that happens every day. That happens every day. People are, are announcing the intent of the study before they even announce it. It just so happens there was a major explosion a week later. Those are, when you say people, though, it tends to be industries that are wanting to support a bill or legislators who are wanting to uh, have a study to get something passed. No, not, I'm not with nefarious intent. Elected officials, a lot of times, Correct. Will, will, will lead the thought process like Lynn did there, where he Absolutely. said, um, you know, I'm going to prove that it's safe. You, you, but you, when uh, the nuance is, you said elected official. Right. Lynn is uh. an appointed official, and we should have appointed regulators and appointed promotional or economic development folks and not ones who are simultaneous. He's not an elected official, is, is what we're saying. We're saying his job needs to be better defined because right now, it's vague, it's fuzzy, and it's not serving the people as well as I it could be. It's not. It's not a. It's not a personal thing with Lynn. You could. You could really uh, have anybody who's that director who's doing their job as it's described, and and we would be saying the same thing. It has sure. nothing to do with Helms himself. But but I, what I want you and your listeners to know is that the Democratic Party of North Dakota is a party that focuses on North Dakota and not on calls. It's not a call uh, or a fundraising goal or something from right. This is something we've been talking about ever since session got done, ever since that spill happened in Tioga, even before that, because a lot of common sense bills were put forward during session that were cut along party lines, and we just think that when you deal with something this specific, this explosive in a metaphorical and literal sense, uh, and when it's directly affecting people's lives, one must really dot their I's and cross all their T's. It's part of the larger narrative in the country that government can't do anything right, so therefore you should get rid of it. We as government officials want to take pride in our work and make sure it does get done right for the people we are to be serving and get paid by as taxpayers uh, to serve. And when you don't do anything or when you say, don't worry, the industry will take care of this, a lot of times what winds up happening is the industry will even come to you and ask you to do that. Uh, Ron Ness, who is not exactly, uh, you know, about far from a socialist as you can get, uh, has called on, uh, called, has said there is a call for us to have a national uh, regulation on rail cars for transporting oil. And that's coming from Ron Ness. These are not calls from, you know, East Coast donors or something. These are calls from within the state with people within the industry. And we are simply trying to be proactive instead of reactive government officials that are serving our people best. And that was North Dakota Representative Ben Hansen. Next, Public Service Commissioner Randy Christman. Uh, what do you think of the role of a regulator in terms of industry and to the public? I like to bring up the Tioga spill where we are a private land state. It is a private transaction between an oil company and a landowner. But now we've got pipes that are interstate and intercounty. And I just, at what point does a regulator step in? At what point do we disclose information and how much and, and just kind of that role of a regulator? You know, it can really uh, run the whole gamut of, of, of how much regulation a person wants. 
Uh, I don't believe that we are ever going to regulate a 100% safety, no accident uh, environment in al almost any industry. Accidents are a part of life and they'll happen. Our job is to certainly minimize those, to make sure that precautions have been taking, taken for when they do happen, but yet at the same time also recognize uh, private property rights and, and free enterprise and the fact that we need activity going on in order to have a good strong economy. You know the best way to make sure that there are absolutely zero accidents is to have a near stagnant economy where nobody has any jobs and nobody's making any money and our population is declining and our towns are drying up. That's one way to have a a near zero accident policy. We don't want that. We want to have the near zero accident, but there will be some. We're trying to minimize them and make sure they're uh, fixed as appropriately when they do happen. And that was North Dakota Public Service Commissioner Randy Chrisman. To listen to the entire feature on the responsibility of regulators or to listen to full-length interviews, visit our website, buildingthebakken.com. And that concludes today's episode of Building the Bakken. Building the Bakken can be heard every week at this time on this radio station. I'd like to invite you folks to the Bakken Three Forks Shale Oil Innovation Conference and Expo taking place February 10th through the 12th in Grand Forks, North Dakota. I would like to extend an invitation to anyone interested in attending. For more information, visit their website at www.bakkenoilconference.com. From the staff at Building the Bakken, we're asking you to make it a safe and sensational day. I'm your host, Jason Spies. Thank you for listening to Building the Bakken. When we talk again.